0: Out of the fog, out of the night, and into
1: his American adventures comes Bulldog Drummond. <laughs>
2: A year that comes into every man's life, even a detective's, the time when he recaptures the spirit of his boyhood.
0: This, 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 this is the time friend. when the greatest hey, show on earth, the circus, has come to town.
2: In the magic wonderland of a sawdust earth and a canvas sky, the years roll back to the springtime of life. And thus it was that Denny and I were on the midway, headed for the big top. We came to the circus in our yearly search for the thrills of lost youth. But we found murder. Captain Drummond, uh, just a moment, please. What now, Denny? That popcorn stand over there. We still have ample time for the main show. Again. Denny, you're worse than a child. Three hot dogs, two ice cream cones... Four bags of peanuts? Only two bags for myself, sir. I shared them with the elephant. Very well, two bags of peanuts. And now popcorn. Jenny, you'll get sick just like a child who overeats during his day at the circus. Oh, good, sir. Then I'll feel like a child again. Oh, well, what's the use? Very well, popcorn it'll be. Now, really, sir?
1: Uh, oh, I said, I'm eh? sorry.
2: Well, young lady, I suggest that you watch where you're going. You nearly lost uh, your yes, I'm sorry. Apparently, this is your pocketbook. Oh,
1: yes, thank you,
2: You're welcome. Come along, Benny.
1: Just a minute, please. Yes? Would you do on the table? What? A very special table, It's terribly important.
2: Why do you keep looking around? But
1: please don't ask me questions. Now, just put your arms around me, quickly. What? No,
2: look here, young put lady. Put your
1: arms around me. Who's coming this way? Please,
2: please. Uh, uh, all right, like this? Yes. Really? Hold
1: me closer. come.
2: Closer. closer?
1: Yes, please, you not see me.
2: Like this? Be careful, sir. She
1: You're both happy now. Say it for a moment.
2: Well, frankly, it's a rather pleasant moment. Oh, Captain Drummond, to say the least, this is quite unusual. Say the least, it is, Denny. It is. Uh, am I holding you too tightly, Miss. Um... No. I didn't get your name.
1: Please, you mustn't ask the question. I warn you, for She's yes. up to something. He's gone. You can let me go now. Oh,
2: I'm sorry. I'm afraid I was carried away with my work.
1: I don't know how to thank you. Uh, perhaps I could pay you for your trouble. Oh, no,
2: thank you. The pleasure was mine. Oh,
1: you've been very kind. Goodbye.
2: Oh, she's running off, sir. Quick, we must follow oh, her. Oh, no, just a minute.
1: Well, she may have...
2: She may have what? Well, I don't know, but a young lady just doesn't ask a stranger to embrace her unless she's up to something. Or in trouble which is apparently the case in which Miss X has found herself. Oh, and now she's disappeared into the crowd and we know nothing about her. Perhaps we can find out something. How? By looking for the needle in the haystack? No, Denny, by looking for the man who pursued Miss X through the crowd here. And where do you expect to find him? About 20 feet from the spot where we're standing. What? Come along. He's right over there, still looking for Miss X. There, you see that circus attendant? He's the one. How do you know, sir? Because our young lady in distress fairly shuddered in my arms when he passed by. Now, I'll do the talking, then. Yes, sir. Uh, Pardon me? Yeah? Are you looking for someone? What's it to you? I can help you. Go on, Peter. You're looking for a young lady. I'd say she's about 25, blonde, very attractive. Say, how do you know? Knowing things is my business. Where is she? Why? Because it's important. To whom? Now listen, I gotta find her and find her quick, so come on, give as soon as you tell me why you're finding her is so important. Because The that dame is Marion Morris of the Flying Morris. The Star Trapeze Act in this circus. The act goes on in fifteen minutes, and we've been trying to find her. Now tell me, where is she? I don't know. Why Say, Bud, what are you giving me? The last time I saw the young lady, she was headed for the big tent. Get out of my way. i got to find that thing before I lose my job. So, our mysterious Miss X is Marion Morris, Denny. Of the flying Morrisons. And she certainly had us up in the air. Quite. But now that we're down to earth again, we're going to look her up. Good, good. Thank you, sir. I'm curious as to why she was hiding from that man. And, Denny, I'm especially curious as to this.
1: Why, sir, it's a gun. Where did you get it?
2: While I was doing Marion Morris the favor of embracing her, she slipped this revolver into my top coat pocket. There's their dressing room wagon, Denny. The Flying Morrises, Continental Death Defying Aerialists. Come on. Oh, why must these things always happen to us? Now we'll miss the main show and all the circus excitement. We still have ten minutes. Besides, I have a feeling we're in for some private excitement outside the sawdust rings. Here's the wagon. Yes? We're looking for Marion Morris.
0: What do you want?
2: Oh, it's a personal matter. I should like to see her alone.
0: Is she not here? What do you want from Marion?
2: I said it was a personal matter. When did you see her last? I do not answer strangers' questions. You, well, you'd better answer ours if you know what's good for you. This gentleman is Captain Hugh Drummond. You are police? Semi-officially. Now... Marian would do nothing wrong. She's a good girl. I bring her up since time she was so big. I, Santos Gomez, teach her always to do right. Please... You tell me why you're here? First, where is Marion now? She in the main tent with Paul. Paul? Yes, her husband and Chris Adams. The three of them. They are the great flying Morrises. They do their act in five minutes. Please, now you tell me what kind of trouble Marion is. I didn't say she was in trouble. But from the looks of things, she's headed straight it.
0: What do you mean?
2: This revolver.
0: Yeah. Where? Where do you get it?
2: You recognize it? Oh, I know someday it bring trouble. Gun bring only disaster. I tell him only wicked man have need of gun. I tell him. This revolver isn't Marion's. No, no, Marion is good girl. He make trouble. He we have gone to kill. I know. Come on, oh, come on. Who is he supposed to be? If this revolver isn't Marion's, whose is it?
0: That gun is his for husband Paul. I tell him gun only make trouble. Here, give me your hand,
2: Marion. I'll help you up.
0: Come on,
2: <laughs> Chris Adams, the gallant young man on the flying trapeze. Oh. I was just being helpful. You're too helpful, Adams. I don't like it. I told you a hundred times, Marion's my wife. And I treat her decently as a wife should be. And I don't like your concern about my manners toward my wife. Now, listen, oh, you,
1: Chris. Please not now.
2: And where were you two before showtime? I know you're sneaking off to meet each other. That's a lie. It's
1: no use, Chris. You won't believe anything you say. Let, let's not argue now.
2: Why, right, Mrs. Myers? You object to our audience below. This isn't part of a show.
1: Can't we wait till later?
2: There may not be later. One slip from up here and down and out goes one of us. This trio could very easily become a double jack. I suppose that's occurred to you too many times, how simple it would be to get rid of me. Oh, stop it. Very well. As some fool once said the show must go on, but I've often wondered why. Ready, ladies and
0: gentlemen, you are presented with ladies and gentlemen. I draw your attention to the highest achievers, so the ten, twenty, and eighty.
2: Gentlemen, I give you the unhappy flying morrison. Oh, let's, tough. let's get ready. May I have the rosin bag? My hands are damp. Of course. Here. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Now, how did that happen? Paul, oh, you
1: got that rosin bag perfect. Did I? Paul, you... Chris, Never
2: mind, Mary. Miss Howell will do. Let's get going. Let's keep our audience waiting. Oh, by the way, Chris, I'll go first today. But what well. will you do my routine, including the double-flip?
1: Oh, you can't do that to Chris.
2: I said he'll do the double flip.
1: Chris has not in much. He might be
2: killed. <laughs> That's right, Marion. dear. If Chris does that double flip in my place, he might be killed.
1: Oh, you can't do it too much. Well, here I go. So long and good luck, Chris. Chris.
2: Don't worry, Marion. I can handle it.
1: I don't know what's got into him.
2: This is my last day with the act. Better that way.
1: We'll be back in a few seconds. <laughs> My turn now. Yes, Seriously. I'll be okay. Here he comes. <coughs> All right, Chris. Get in your act. Here goes nothing. True words were never spoken. Oh, you're trying to have Chris kill himself. Really, Mary, in such concern. Oh, please, you must believe that there's nothing between Chris and me. Of course. And you love me, don't you?
2: Don't you love me?
1: How could I? <laughs>
2: there's your precious Chris. Now let's see how he comes out on the double flip.
0: He made it.
2: He made it. Yeah, he made it. Well, now we can have that little talk later. After all, I'll get up to the next platform. Give Chris my congratulations.
0: Oh, well, I just... Thank you.
1: Ready for your swing? Oh, yes. Ready down there? Ready. There he goes. I get set. I'm set. Now you oh, Wait. Look. Oh. Paul. Oh. oh.
0: Oh. has got it. he he can't hold on. Paul. Oh.
2: I'll be back in a moment to continue our story. The greatest show on earth unfolds a drama packed with thrills and excitement. But on a trapeze platform 70 feet above the sawdust rings, a private drama went on. Result, a man is killed.
1: Oh, Sandra. it was... It was terrible. He, he didn't have a chance. He, he didn't... Oh,
2: no, Mary, Marion, Marion. You, you must not cry like that, my child. He,
0: he
1: just didn't have a chance. I, I don't know how it happened he,
2: now, you listen to me. He was perhaps for the best, what? You know? Yes. He was wicked, and the wicked are punished.
1: Oh, no. Sandra, you mustn't. You mustn't say that. No.
2: Now, now Marion, you, you, you must rest. You hear me? You rest. I will
0: not let you be disturbed. You rest Now.
2: Yes. I should like to speak to Mrs. Morris.
0: I will not
2: let her be disturbed. Later you come back.
1: Uh, who is it? Panda?
2: Pardon me. Uh,
0: wait. Uh, wait a minute. I say you come later, Marion. Hey.
2: My sympathy, Mrs. Morris.
0: You?
1: What are you doing
0: here?
2: This man is Captain Drummond, Marion. Oh. Yes, he say that you put Paul's gun in his pocket. Mrs. Morris is quite aware of the details.
1: Uh, Captain Drummond, I I can explain that. I I wanted to get rid of that gun. I I was afraid that my husband would...
2: That your husband would what, Mrs. Morris?
1: That he would kill Chris Adams with that gun. Captain Drummond, Paul was jealous. He, He was insanely jealous. And there was no reason for it. You must believe me. I I had to get rid of that gun before something terrible happened. Marion,
2: tell truth. I know. Oh, yes, undoubtedly.
1: Yes, it isn't It is the truth. Captain Norman, it is. You you must believe it. I am. Uh,
2: you you leave Marion alone. She she has great tragedy when her husband died in accident. But Paul Morris's death wasn't an accident.
1: What are you saying left?
2: Both ropes supporting his trapeze had been filed down to give way on the heavy string.
0: What you say?
2: I say, Paul Morris was the victim of a planned, deliberate murder. Over here, Denny. Over here. No sign of Chris Adams anywhere, sir. I've searched the entire circus area. What about you? No luck, Arthur. I've been spotting his dressing wagon over there for the past hour. He hasn't shown up. Denny, it's about time we had a look into that tent. Come on, we're through waiting. Well, in the vernacular, sir, Adams has taken it on the leg of mutton. On the lamb, Denny. No, well, whatever it is, sir, he's gone. There's no doubt in my mind that he's the murderer. He's the one who filed those trapeze ropes. That's a valid possibility. Possibility? It's a certainty, sir. The motive is well established. He hated Paul Moritz. So did Santos. And don't forget that Santos was in charge of packing and setting up the axe equipment. As a matter of fact, Denny, Mrs. Morris doesn't escape my suspicion either. But neither Santos nor Mrs. Morris ran away. That much is in their favor. Yes, that and nothing more. All right, come on in. We'll see what this dressing room has to offer. Uh, Pull on that light over there. I say, sir, uh, what if Adam should return and find us here? But, Denny, you're the one who's convinced he's flown the coop. Yes, but you know, sir, just in case. Then his presence will be most welcome. In the meantime, let's have a look around. See what you can find in that trunk over there. I'll look into this one. Yes, sir. nothing in here, sir. Nothing but his circus attire. Uh, there's a valise over there near the dressing table. Check on that. Well... What is it, sir? Come here, Denny. Look at this. What Captain Drum. Is this what the well-equipped aerialist carries about? A carpenter's file. Well equipped murderer is more like it. I told you all along, sir. Adams is the murderer. There's exhibit A. So it seems. Don't move. You're both Wait, coming. Why, sir, if I... that sir, don't move. It's the circus attendant who pursued Mrs. Morris through the crowd this evening. So it is. You know, Denny, we've quite forgotten to take this gentleman into consideration. All right, cut the jabber, you two. What are you doing here? We might ask you the same question. Yeah, you might. Only me and this shooter asking the questions. Hey, what's that you got in your hands? As if the gentleman didn't know, Denny. Cut the act. What is it? A carpenter's file. And... A murder weapon. Murder weapon? The gentleman appears genuinely surprised. Come on, give. If you insist, this file was evidently used in bringing about the death of Paul Morris this evening. And you found it here in Adams' tent? That's the general idea. Hey, what are you two doing mixed up in this business? The name is Drummond. I specialize in this type of business. Your name's what? Captain Drummond, and I'm Denny. Well, why didn't you say so? You didn't ask. Does it make any difference? (laughs) Oh, it doesn't make any difference. I'm telling this guy Adams myself for the Acme Insurance Company. Name's Al Monahan. You're a detective. Yeah. This guy Adams had a trapeze act with a dame in another show last year. The dame's a nice kid named Evelyn Roberts. So one night, Evelyn takes a 60-foot dive and she's out of this world. To the cops, everything looks legit. And Adams collects the insurance on the act. But Anthony don't like the way the case smells, so they retain me to bloodhound Adams, which I do. So Adams ties up with the Morrisons and told you, sir, Adams was the killer. Go on, Monahan. So he ties up with the Morrisons. The way I see it, he makes a play for the dame, which ain't hard on account of she ain't so hot for a ball and chain anyway. So Adams is in solid. Myers takes a nose dive thanks to Adams. The dame knows for nothing. And Adams works her for a gravity insurance, though. Well, aren't you going to tell Mrs. Mother? Eh, uh, you crazy? The dame's in love with a guy. She might even get him to tip off. No, I just sit and wait for Adams. I say, imagine that, sir. He expects to capture the killer just by sitting and waiting. Sure, it's easy. I keep an open eye on the dame. Now she's the cheese in my trap. Adams is hungry for that insurance, though, and when she gets it, the rat comes out of his hole for the nibble and... monaghan hands got him. Take the car around back to the garage, Jerry. I'll go up to the apartment a while.
0: Yes, sir. Captain Drummond.
2: Adams. I thought you'd never get here. I've been waiting outside your house for hours. And I've been looking for you. I know it, but it had to be this way. I've got to talk to you. All right, you can talk to me down at police headquarters. No, you don't understand. You've got to help me. The way you helped Paul Morris? Believe me, I had nothing to do with it. Oh, yes, yes. It was an accident, like Evelyn Roberts' death. Evelyn? I know all about it. Evelyn's death was an accident. I was completely exonerated. It won't be that simple this time. Now you're up against an open and shut case of murder. But I don't know. With evidence complete, down to the murder weapon. The carpenter's file found in your trunk. But that's impossible. Don't you see? That murder wasn't planned for Paul Morris. what? Paul made me switch parts with him tonight. He was doing my routine. I perform on the upper trapeze. That murder was planned for me.
0: Hey, hey, hey! This way. Now, Adams, you understand what you're supposed to do. Yes. I'm to walk in as if I knew nothing. I'm uh, to play uh, for time.
2: Right. And play to the hill. you, sir, I don't understand all this letting Mr. Adams walk into a trap. Probably to certain death. He'll be protected. May I ask how? You'll see, Denny. Oh, really, sir? It's as if you didn't trust me. Why, Denny? Well, it's true. And that telegram we received this morning we were secretive about that, too. Denny, you'll we'll learn everything in due time. If things work out to my expectations. Please, sir. Do you mind giving Mr. Adams and me just a slight idea of what you expect to happen? I'm borrowing from the detective Monahan. But it's obvious now that Monahan's conclusions were wrong. Well, it's not his conclusions; it's his method of trapping the killer that appeals to me. I think it will work out. At any rate, we'll soon find out. Here's Marion Morris's dressing wagon. Adams, you go first. All right.
0: Yes, yeah, come in. Hey. Hello, Marion. Chris, where have
1: you been? <coughs> oh, Captain Drummond.
2: We came along. I have some news for you.
1: You found my husband further. I knew Chris didn't do it. I, I knew it.
2: Where is Santos?
1: Oh, no, 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 it, it isn't. Santos, he wouldn't...
2: I suggest that you answer Captain Drummond's question. Where is he?
1: Why, he's packing our equipment away.
2: Shall mm. I get him, sir? In a moment, dear.
1: Oh, any. Santos didn't do it. Please, please believe me, he wouldn't.
2: Then perhaps you, Mrs. Morris mm -hmm. Uh, Kill my husband. Now, now, we've got her dead to life. She's lying. Marion, you knew that I was to use the upper trapeze. That your husband switched routines at the last minute.
1: Switched routines?
2: Yes, and you knew it. Stop acting, Mrs. Morris. Paul, switched
1: routines with Chris. Yes. Yes, that's right. Paul did switch routines with Chris.
0: Marion...
2: You wanted to kill me.
1: No. No, Chris. No, I... <laughs> Why, Captain Drummond, what was that?
2: Was my expectations. Come on, Danny. You two wait here. Captain Drummond. I have him. Why, sir? It's Santos and Monaghan. Good work, Santos. <laughs>
1: Drummond, I should have knocked you all the place. I,
2: I then say it was Monaghan all the time. He tried mm. to kill like you say, Captain Drummond. I stopped him in time. I grabbed gun, the shot, it went to the air. You can let him go now, Santos. I have him covered. But, uh, who was he shooting at? Chris Adams. Yeah, and I would have gotten him... If By the way, Monaghan, your sleuth act went well. I believed you, up to a point. Then he isn't a private detective after all. No, Denny. That telegram I received this morning, the one about which you were so curious, came from the Acme Insurance Company in answer to an inquiry of mine. They had no detective trailing Adams, not even one named Monaghan. Well, then who is he? Roberts. That's who I am, Al Roberts. Robert? Evelyn Roberts. Chris Adams' former partner, the one who fell to her death.
1: The one they murdered, my sister. They lied. The cops, all of them, they lied. He murdered her. I'll get him. I'll get him yet.
2: As usual, sir. I'm surprised at the outcome. How did you know that Monaghan, or rather, Roberts, was the killer? I didn't. I was just curious as to where he fitted in this case. But what prompted you to check on him in the first place? Just a hunch, Jenny, And also his philosophy of sitting and waiting for a killer. What do you mean, sir? A good detective just doesn't sit and wait for things to happen. Who, on the contrary, sir, I consider you the finest of detectives. Thank you, Danny. And I was about to suggest, yes. after we deliver Robert chair to the police, that you join me in some sitting and waiting. Danny, what are you talking about? The big top, over there, sir. Hmm? I suggest that we sit down peacefully in the stands in the big top and quietly wait for the circus to begin.
0: I'll be back in a moment
2: to tell you about next week's story. Phone call arouses my curiosity. And so Denny and I are off on a strange story that begins with a stabbing and ends in murder. I call this story The Deadly Standing. Be sure to listen, won't you?